0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people.
0: And guys, again. I just and
1: guys, your boy is in rare form because he just had a Monster Energy drink and he is bouncing off of the wall.
0: That's right. It gives you energy and Shout to Monster. They are uh, our new partners when it comes to a lot of the things that we do. Our car shows, our book, our podcast. So Shout to Monster. We appreciate you guys. And don't forget, make sure you pre-order our book, Real Life, Real Love. It comes out April 19th. You don't want to miss it, and I'm going to tell you why. Because of COVID and the pandemic, they are having a tough times producing books and materials. So warehouses are... Having printing issues. Having printing issues. So make sure you pre-order the book. They're already telling us that it's going to be difficult for people to get the book on release date. So pre-order it so you make sure you have your book, all right? Mm-hmm. And we break down everything. If you're a couple and you're looking for things not to do, we talk about that. If you're looking for things that work for us, we discuss that as well.
1: We if break you're down single everything, yes. and you're just looking for a little bit of guidance and don't really know how to go about attaining love, keeping love... Lasting in Love, you might want to read the book.
0: Absolutely. So definitely pre-order the book. You can go to the Abram book site. You can go to Barnes and Nobles, wherever you buy books. And if you own a bookstore, we would love to come to your bookstore. If you're a mom and pop store, minority owned, whatever please email us, all right, Djnvassistant at gmail.com. We're setting up our book tour. We want to make sure we hit all of you guys, not just the big chain bookstores. We want the mom and pops, the small bookstores. Mm -hmm. We just want to touch the people. So please uh, pre-order the book and hit us up if you have a bookstore, if you know of a bookstore. We love to come in your town, your area, and F with y'all for a little bit.
1: Honestly, please don't wait for the book to actually come out because... You may have to really wait in order to get it because literally what we're hearing, all the rumblings, is that, you know, they might be having a little bit of trouble fulfilling um, a orders. lot of the bundle book orders for a lot of the bookstores. So pre-order so that you're one of the first to get it.
0: All right. And we can't wait for you guys to read it. Um, so with that being said, every week we talk about different things. Now that the book's coming out, I think it um, comes out April 19th. It's, it's coming up. I wanted to discuss with you getting your boo back. Now I'm going to tell you where this is coming from. (laughs) Okay. Now, you know how we, sometimes we don't like to take pop culture, but sometimes we do take pop culture and take certain things. So everybody's been watching the news and we see Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, right? Okay. We're going to take it away from them for a little bit. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is putting your business on social media. Okay. Now, of course, we all see what's going on. Kanye posts something one day, he takes it down the next day. Kim replies to him the next day, but they talk about family and their kids seeing things and their kids seeing this and their kids seeing that. But they're kids of age where they can read things on social media. So I wanna I wanna talk about that for a little bit. Now, when we go through our problems, we're like every other couple. We argue. Some days she's mad at me. Some days I'm mad at her. Some days I'm sure she calls me a bunch of dickheads. Some day I might call her a beautiful lady, but. I never call your name. You're too fly to call a nasty name. You seen it? But anyway, but we keep things off of social media. We make sure that that's not a place we like to talk about our beefs. There's no, uh, what do they call it? Um, It's not direct shot. It's like a, a side shot. I'm not actually going at you with like a little side. Subliminal. No subliminals. Couldn't think of it. No subliminals. So let's explain why we should keep... Subliminals are whack. Yeah. Why should people keep their business off of social media, whether it's Facebook, social media? If you have problems with your baby mother, your baby father, we see it all day long. Oh, out here enjoying the sun. Huh. You're not here. I'm more than just an option. Hey, hey. Like we see all of that. So explain (laughs) to us why. I'm not
1: looking at you, Benz.
0: (laughs) Why you throw Benz in the bus like that? I'm
1: sorry. Yes. But, but, exp- <laughs> but let's, I'm talk about, let's talk
0: about some of those reasons to keep things off of social media.
1: Um, Well, first of all, I mean, to me, and not, you know, getting into anyone's business or how they handle One their second. business. Benz,
0: can you just close that phrase? The fridge is open. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, not to criticize how anyone in particular handles their business, but... I really think that airing your grievances on a public platform like that is whack. Mm-hmm. I think it's really sophomore, it's very childish. Um, if you have a problem within your home, it should be handled within your home.
0: But what about the people that feel like they can't get in touch with their significant other, their baby mother, their baby father, they're not answering the phone, they're not answering their text. and they know this way is the way they'll actually see it?
1: Send a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any other way than social media. You can't convince me that I'm the mother of your child or you're the father of mine and there's no way for me to get in contact with you unless I tell 58 million people, Mm -hmm. 58 million people that I'm having an issue with you, hoping that it's going to get back to you. It just sounds pretty unbelievable. It just sounds like um, in a very immature way to go about getting someone's attention. And the byproduct of that is embarrassment. You know, you're almost putting your business out there. I mean, really airing them out to embarrass them. You know, you're letting the world know of what you might perceive as a flaw Correct. to embarrass them. That's not a way to get someone to do what you want them to do. Right. It's kind of counterproductive. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, We've seen it happen time and time and time again between couples that are currently couples or couples that are recently exes. But you're only doing something that's going to ignite a fire. You're only doing something that's going to make them react badly. How badly? That's to be determined. But there's nothing positive that can come out of it. And if I'm on the receiving end of my business being put out there without my say, so like I'm looking at you as though maybe I might want to behave spitefully towards you. I might want to do something in retaliation and then it becomes this ping pong match. It becomes, you know, you do something nasty. Then I do something nasty in response. Like why choose that?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I totally agree with you I, I, and, and another reason I agree is because couples make up, right? You you're mad at somebody, you put something on Instagram and a lot of times when it's out there, it's un, you can't make up from that because now everybody un, knows you your business. You
1: can't unring that bell.
0: You can't unring that now bell. Now it's
1: out there on the internet and it's there forever.
0: And another thing that, that especially in that situation, and we, we took it out of that situation, but like, you know, Kanye's first problem was that his daughter was on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And he w- didn't love the fact that his daughter was on TikTok and he wanted his daughter off TikTok. My whole thing is you attack the mom and the family, whether you like them or not, you, you can attack them in your own personal space. But now when your daughter goes to school and the friends have Instagram, they looking at their your dad attack your mom on Instagram. So what do they do? They go there and make fun of your daughter. So what you I don't, don't know if
1: I would say it was an attack. Attack is strong, no?
0: Uh, He said that she put a hit on him. Like it it was. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it it got. She
1: put a hit on. Oh, see.
0: No, he. That she said that allegedly that he put a hit on her. Like Uh, a
1: murder for hire.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) it's it's weird. It's weird. And I'll say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, But I, I would consider it an attack.
1: Oh no! Well, I didn't. I didn't know about that. I've. I haven't been on Instagram much this week.
0: Now, don't get it twisted. I saw that, but I didn't. Now, Kanye is a genius when it comes to music. He's a genius when it comes to fashion. Do I feel like he's handling that situation different? I don't. But my whole thing is, if you're mad about that, but then you post your business, it opens up your daughter to get made fun of when she goes to school. It opens up your child to get made fun of and to have that business that you didn't want out there, out there. So, my whole thing is- But now
1: affecting your daughter directly.
0: Correct. Right. So- you know, I always tell people, you know, think about and this is crazy coming from me because I'm an emotional person. I never think about anything. But when it comes to social media, think about what you're going to do before you do it. Um, anytime I post something where I'm upset or I feel a way, I always call you first. And she usually talks me off the ledge or puts it in a way where it's not me attacking or not me provoking and putting it into a way that's.
1: Constructive out of,
0: and out of my emotional feelings.
1: Constructive. Absolutely. Constructive. Um, There's another point there for me. Um, A lot of times as human beings, we do things like you just said in anger in the moment. My mom used to say, count to 10 before you make any rash decision or before something spills out of your mouth because you may regret it later. And social media is, there's no exception Mm -hmm. there. You know, you put something out there when you're feeling fiery or you're Mm -hmm. upset about something. Not only is it out there forever, even if you delete it, a million people done screenshot it. So it's kind of like in relationships, like you're my boo, right? Mm -hmm. And we get into a fight hypothetically and you did something terrible to me Mm -hmm. and I'm taking it some type of way. I turn around and I call up my best girlfriends. I tell them, I turn around, I call my mother. I tell her, we sit there and we throw you under the bus. We dog you out. You're the worst thing. I'm about to break up with you. It's all of this, right? Everybody knows everything. They know all of the sort of details. Then in a week and a half, you make nice, nice with me. And I love you all over again. And that thing that you did wasn't so terrible after all. You made up for it. and Now you're my boo and I'm your boo. But what's the result? Now your mother, all of your friends have already formed a negative opinion Correct. about the person that you're with. And that negative opinion sits with them for an undetermined amount of time. Absolutely. And now whenever you bring up your boo and now the page is turned and you did something sweet for me and I'm like, oh, do you know what he did? Or, oh, you know, his birthday's coming up and I want to do this. And they're looking at you like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now you want to do that for him, but you don't remember the time that he did X, Y, and Z. And all you want to do is remove that judgment. You just want to go back in time and remove that day where you spilled all of your business to your mom and your close friends and family. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So my point is that when you put something out there that's private, you have to be very sure and you have to be very selective of who you share that information with, because like I said before, you can't unring that bell. You can't remove the feelings that because of you are now deposited in your friends and family. And if you're doing it on social media, the people that follow you or the people that you follow, the people that you interact with, now everybody knows that. And they're only getting your side of the story at a time when you were upset. So now everybody has formed an opinion of the person that now, today, you care about, and it's as though your relationship is soiled. So you just have to be very protective. Right. You have to be wise about what you share and make better decisions when it comes to that. Absolutely. For us, I mean, it would be fair if you're watching this and saying to yourself, well, y'all put all well, y'all business in the street. That's okay because we're not private people. And we do it for constructive reasons. We do this podcast for a constructive reason. So we've been on here where we've told you about past arguments, past disagreements, past problems. There have been some times where we might be in a current problem and we get on this platform and we talk you through it and we air our grievances in front of you. Well, it's never disrespectful, disrespectful. but just, just in the um, sense of, putting your business out there. It's not for everybody. It's for us. I mean, we wrote a whole book pretty much displaying all of our business. But again, it's something that we've agreed upon because we feel as though it can be used as a reference point for other people in relationships or other people that want to find themselves in relationships or for people that are getting over relationships that have ended. So we do that thoughtfully Mm -hmm. and willingly. So we're putting ourselves in a place to be judged and we're okay with that. You know, we don't have a problem with that. Most people are not like that. that is Most true. people are protective of their privacy and they don't want everybody to know anything. So my point is, you wouldn't want to do something in a fit of rage or anger that you can't take back.
0: Absolutely. And I will say that Think about whatever you put on social media, or Facebook, uh, MySpace, Black Planet, whatever you use, whatever you still have. Does, just be careful. They don't careful.
1: even still exist, do they? I don't
0: think some of them exist, but you just got to be very careful. But there's a second part to that that I want to talk about. Oh. Second part to the that. Plot thickens. Yeah, the, the plot thickens, right? <laughs> so now we talk about this, and, and, and I'll use Kanye again. And then Kanye says, you know what? I want my family back.
1: Is he saying that now? Correct. He, he wants his family back. Yes. After... That whole thing.
0: After that whole thing, after dating a new girl, after, you know, running around with these new women, allegedly, I'll say, because I don't know what he's doing with them.
1: What do you mean running around with new women?
0: Well, he was with uh, allegedly Julia Fox. He was uh, allegedly uh, this uh, young lady that looks like Kim. She's like a Kim lookalike. But he's been with them. So my whole thing is that's another thing. So you say you want your family back, but the actions don't necessarily show that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want your woman back, aren't there things that you would say like for instance? What?
1: Were those his words? I want my family back?
0: Absolutely. Okay. And he's and he's been saying that he wants his wife back. Many and times. he's been saying that he and wants his wife back. And he's been saying about back. I want my wife back and all that. Like, he saying Does it sound like that? Can you do know, that again? I don't, I don't, no, I'm not. Just do it, it again no. for the people in the back. I don't no, think no. they heard you. no, no,
1: no, no, <laughs> go ahead. no, How, go ahead. no, One more time.
0: I want my wife
1: back. <laughs> okay, he sold so no records if he sounded like that. Sound like
0: a lamb, I feel like. <laughs> really? But um, see, if I wanted my wife back, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say that you halfway moved on and you were dating somebody else, right? right. Mm-hmm. If I wanted my wife back, I don't think a way to get my wife back would to be date somebody. If of, I wanted her back, co- if I was actively pursuing her.
1: Of course not. Right?
0: Because my wife looked back, even if my wife is is dating somebody, she's looking at me dating somebody like, oh, he's over me. So I I wouldn't do that. I would try to make steps to get my wife back.
1: Right. But a lot of the times, most of the times, people's actions aren't in line with their words. You could say something until you're blue in the face. But if your actions don't show that, it means that you don't mean that. Right. You know, it's like.
0: Hold on. Let me apologize to everybody out there today. I don't know what it is with my congestion. But ever since the pandemic, I have allergies and I can't figure it out. And I just took a COVID test. I'm negative, but I just took a COVID test, and every time I take a COVID test, I start sneezing. My nose starts running. I don't know what it is. I I I, I try everything. I, I, anyway, okay. I apologize because I'm, and I want them to think. And I'm doing this. I want them to think, Oh, He just sniff some coke and he doing this. You know, I'm just making sure. Okay. You no,
1: know, we so extra for no reason. Coke though. Mm,
0: that's what coke. I think coke people do this, right? So I don't know. I don't
1: okay. Know. So what were we saying?
0: No, you were talking about. Um, if somebody wants their wife back, what they do doing and the, the steps to try to get their wife back.
1: No, you were talking about that. I was saying mm-hmm. <laughs> that a lot of times people's actions don't line up with their words. Correct.
0: And that's the thing. It's like if I was like, don't talk about it, be about it. Exactly. And I think some of those steps that, you know, for everybody out there, because everybody always hits me about um, they're breaking up their girl or, or, and their man broke up. How do I get my girl back or how do I get my man back or what's the process of doing it? You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, it's in the book. So Dave, definitely pick up the book because we detail everything. We'll touch it a little bit. But I think the first thing for me is change behavior. Okay. Whatever it is that made my wife want to leave, made my girlfriend want to leave, made my man want to leave, made my boyfriend want to leave, change behavior. That's the number one thing. I think change behavior. Whatever is driving them away, I think that's the main thing. If it's in a relationship, if it's the fact that you smell Make sure that you handle washing your ass. If it's the fact that maybe you don't communicate enough, make sure that you communicate. And and, and yes, at first it will be it would be difficult, I'm sure. What?
1: What? I'm just going to let you live. Go ahead. Why what? Nothing. What? You go from funkiness to communication. I just... Go ahead. I mean, you don't know what a person's problem
0: is, so you have to make sure that you communicate. And for a lot of people, some, sometimes myself, communicating is difficult. And it's difficult because... I don't like to communicate. Why don't I like to communicate? Because I don't like to get into argument. But you have to realize that a lot of times when you communicate, it's not necessarily creating an argument, it's as actually opening up dialogue. And I think I'm better with that recently.
1: Recently as of when? I guess not. <laughs> no, I mean you've you've been better mm-hmm. with communication as of maybe November. Okay, a couple no, of months. December? No. Like a month and a half. Right, I'm a work in progress. Better. But you know what's funny, It's which is hypocritical. Anytime that an emailer writes to us, your main piece of advice is communicate, communicate, communicate. And I'll let you guys have a little lens into our world. So we'll be in the throes of an argument and he'll be lacking communication. And I'll say, wow, how hypocritical of you. Mm -hmm. You are always recommending on the podcast that people communicate, but here you are semi shutting down and being very clear about the fact that you don't want to communicate or taking opportunities to communicate and throwing them in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Why is that? I think most of the time, because I don't want to talk that long. What do you mean?
0: Exactly what I said. It's, it's, Especially, and I was talking to um, Benz about this too. When? Um, when? When guys get into a... a when? A, a uncomfortable. When I was talking to Benz yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah. Like, a month ago or something like that? Okay. When guys get into a conversation and they don't want to talk, right?
1: Why is it about guys? I know many women that don't want to talk either. Or
0: women as well. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk because we don't want to argue anymore. It's at the point where it's like, fuck it. Whatever you say it is. Because we don't want to talk. We don't want to have a four-hour conversation, a five-hour conversation, a six-hour conversation, three-hour conversation. I just want to kind of watch TV, all right? Bachelor's on, Bachelorette's on. Okay, let's watch Bachelor Bachelorette. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. Let's watch TV. I love you. Huh. That's most of the time how guys feel.
1: So you're saying, and I'm using your words. I'm, I'm
0: saying, because I don't want to dive deep a lot of times, right? Because diving deep requires thinking. And a lot of times- And I'm just a dumb mother trucker, so who nah, wants to do that? It's not, it's, it's not a matter about that. But you, you think about it like this. I'm, we're going to be honest. We think about it like this. being honest. You work a nine to five, right? People work a nine to five. So they work all day. Then after they get home- Think! No, nah, it's the truth. After what planet
1: are you from? If
0: after they get home, after you get home, you have the kids. Then after you have the kids, you're tired. Then you want to sit in bed. I don't want to think. I just want to Relax. So now if there's a a problem brewing in our relationship or there's something going on where we have to discuss, now I have to dive deep and think about what it is. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, I think that guys and girls don't want
1: to have that, don't want to dive deep. Rashawn, you don't want to do that on the weekend when you're home and relaxing. I'm never home and relaxing. There have been a couple of times. Far and few. Regardless, those far and few times, there have been times where you have been home on a relaxed day where something has come up and there's been an opportunity to communicate and you choose not to. Right,
0: and then the reason why I usually chose not to. So it has nothing not to, to
1: do with working hard and waking up at four o'clock in the morning and all that. You the, just, so don't make excuses. No, yeah, I'm telling
0: you the truth. It's, it's mm-hmm. the Logan excuse, right? Which is? Play dumb, they don't ask you to do shit. Facts. You know what I mean? Oh, Logan, go shovel the snow. Uh, What's a shovel? What's a shovel? <laughs> How never mind. Do you, I do, how do you use one of those? Never mind. I'll do it on my own. He's looking out the window like. It's the same thing. If you ask me, if you ask me to converse and we have a conversation, and you would say, "Oh wow, he's capable of going deep and really figuring it out," then it's like every time it's like, "Oh no, nah, this this nigga knows what he, how to how to have these conversations." But if it's like, uh, I'm not even going to ask him because I know what he' going to do. All right, babe, good night. It's over. Now we're
1: getting somewhere.
0: And this portion of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by Adventures of Cairo. Meet Cairo. He's a curious and friendly seven-year-old who's determined to navigate life in the big city with a little help from his parents and his big brother, Omari. In each episode, Cairo's adventures impart lessons that will stick with your kids, like when Cairo learns the importance of sharing when his school hosts a winter clothing drive, or when Omari teaches Cairo that the best way to make a new friend is to just be yourself, or the time Cairo fibs about doing his division homework and learns that sometimes it's important to ask for help. Whenever Cairo doesn't know what to do, he leans on his friends and family to lead the way. The Adventures of Cairo podcast shows that even though being a kid is hard work sometimes, you can have a lot of fun learning along the way. Listen to the Adventures of Cairo wherever you get your podcasts. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Zoc Doc. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and said enough. They made booking a great doctor surprisingly painful. ZocDoc is a free app that shows your doctors who are patient reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and when you walk in the doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. In this chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be a trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. With ZocDoc, you get your docs in a row. Go to ZocDoc.com slash and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com Zocdoc.com slash Casey Group.
1: I just learned something about you that I honest to God did not know. What? So you really are out here playing stupid in this relationship? Maybe in my early on. No, we're not talking about early on. We're talking about before a month and a half ago. Yeah, but I changed.
0: <laughs> I've evolved.
1: Really? Yeah. So you but Rashawn, that doesn't work. I will beat you in the head for, like you said, four hours, if need be. So it doesn't really it doesn't work. It doesn't get you anywhere. I, I never say, Oh, you know what, just forget about it. Let's just go to no, bed. But
0: sometimes you do get tired and you get frustrated and you just say, Fuck this, and you turn around and go to sleep every once in a while. That works.
1: No, I don't. Then I bring it up the next day. Yeah. Nothing I don't think has ever just evaporated yeah, in but, this relationship. But even when
0: sometimes when we do have those conversations, I don't I don't have to go I don't go deep per se. But recently I've been going deep and I've been clearing my head and saying, Okay, well what is this or what is that? But we haven't had any any problems or anything. But If we did now I can go deep because it's okay.
1: Okay, so what I want to know is why aren't you as interested in finding out where the dysfunction is as I am? If there's a problem, Mm -hmm. we disagree about something, anything hypothetically, there's a certain level of dysfunction there, Mm -hmm. right? Why are you not as interested in getting to the root of it?
0: Honestly? Yes. And this is going to sound so foul and so disrespectful.
1: I honestly don't care. Oh, I'd love for you to explain that.
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's like, we've been married 20, almost 21 years, right? Been together 27 years, right? Yes. So it's certain things that I enjoy, right? Certain things I don't enjoy. So it's like, when we have a disagreement, it's really not in my I'm not gonna say best interest. I really don't care to tell you necessarily Well, I didn't care to tell you what it was. As long as I understand what, what made you mad or happy or upset, and as long as I got that and I can change that behavior to make sure that you're not mad and upset, I was cool. Because if I have to sit down and try to break down what bothers me and what breaks down, you know, why I'm upset and breaks down this, that, and the other... It's too too much time consuming. And I mean, you laugh, but I'm I'm being honest.
1: So basically you're saying as long as I'm all right, and as long as you get my message and you can change your behavior, then you're good. You don't need for me to know what bothers you or what hurt you because you'll just take that on the chin.
0: Beforehand, yeah. Absolutely. I change up a lot, but beforehand, absolutely. Because I look at it like this. Some
1: people would see that as selfless on your part. Probably.
0: But this is, this is how I look at it, right? And this is going to sound, Ooh! when it comes to me, right? I try to protect and provide,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So I try to make sure you're good, the family's good, uh, our grandkids are good, our great grandkids are good. And I try to make sure that we are set, right? Especially in this world, because we've seen so many people that are well on Monday, doing great on Tuesday, and Wednesday dead broke. Okay. Thursday, have COVID. Friday, they die.
1: Awesome.
0: Right? Honest. Even before COVID, we see it all the time. Somebody slips and dies, has a heart attack, anything, craziness. And that's always been my fear. So throughout the day when most people really enjoy certain things, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't enjoy, but my mind focuses on other things. So for myself, I'm always thinking about if something happens to me, making sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. that when the kids grow up, that they're okay, that they have the things in their world. So when people are thinking about their relationships, um, other things, than that I'm thinking about financing. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's why I think me and Ben's work well with each other. Mm-hmm. Cause all day long, all we think about is money.
1: All day long. The both of you have your heads
0: down on your phones, so. trying to get money. <laughs> right. Best. And most of the time we're getting that money. <laughs> and okay. we're setting up our future. Mm-hmm. you know, she's setting up her future. I'm setting up my future. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you look at Ben, she's been working with us for almost two years now, and she has a, a crib and a car and a this and, and thats
1: her first house she has yes. investments
0: with stocks and bitcoins and this that and the other. like she has that. She yes. didn't have that before, but these are the things that we're doing and learning. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's how I do things as well. um and it and it recently, it made me realize that, That's not what all life is about, you know? So I try to make sure that I understand what floats your boat, what floats Madison's boat, what floats Logan's boat and Brooklyn's boat and London's boat and Jackson's boat and Peyton's boat. And I try to make sure that I really understand them and really have time, not just talking to them like, hey, how's your day? This, that, and everywhere we talk, but also really understanding and get deep down to how they feel certain ways, you know? So I try to get to that more. That's why when I speak to you and you have uh, and we're talking about certain things I try to listen more and try to really wrap my hand and my head around things that you say and not just okay yeah babe, okay yeah oh that's nice you know so if 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 it is something um I try to really wrap my ha- myself around it and really understand it and then I try to give you my opinion on it in a way that's not just a a, a shell conversation but more of an in-depth conversation
1: um <clears throat> But prior to this last month and a half, Mm -hmm. what what part of you is so disinterested in our foundation? Mm -hmm. It almost sounds like a measure of taking someone for granted. Like We've been together 27 years. We've been married 21 years. We're going to stay together. So I don't really have to know what is at the root of our issues or it's not that what? no it is it it's, is it's that it I is. feel like you know my heart hold on a minute Benz can you bring out the violence <laughs> a little what? bit louder Kate yes <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, hold I, on no. hold on at the end of the day I know your heart yeah <sighs>
0: It is. It's the truth. I feel like, you know, my heart, you know, where I'm at. But, <laughs> but
1: I, So if we're having an issue, there's no reason to talk about it, to get over it, to take measures, to see that it doesn't happen again. Well, no, there's no reason to mend it and then to make sure that it doesn't happen again, because at the end of the day, I know that you love me.
0: That's you asked me what I looked at. That's how I looked at it before. You want me to lie? That's how I, I looked at it. I don't
1: want you to lie. I felt I like you moved my
0: I felt like at the end of the day, you know, college ain't going to pay yourself.
1: Roshan, come on now. But that's how I look at it. now you're acting things. as though it's an either or type of situation. And it's not an either or situation. Hmm. No, not for anybody. You know, paying attention, having a conversation it can be done in one shot, and then you can move on with everything else. It doesn't matter if you work hard and you earn and you provide. If you're bringing those things to that's not true a home that there's seeds of dysfunction that's or foundational issues.
0: That's not true. That's 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 how you look at it. So let's say I, I come in the door, right? And I come in the door, and a lot of times, what's on my mind is what's next, right? Always. What's next? car shows, you know, uh, real estate, uh, cannabis, what, what, um,
1: partnerships, partnerships, right. Mm -hmm. What
0: I'm thinking about is next, what we're investing in in next. Right. Right. So the way that I look at it is like, I'm not just setting up a a money. I'm setting up a business. I want something that the kids, if if they figure out they don't want to do something, they can take our business and run with it. Right. So I'm always thinking about what's next. So when I walk in that door, what's on my mind is, okay, I got to make sure that, we get our license approved for cannabis in New Jersey. I'm thinking about, okay, we have a cannabis deal in Detroit. Oh, we have to fly to Houston to get this car show. Damn, I wonder if we can pull out another car show in Seattle. These are all the things that's on my mind. And these are the things that's constantly on my mind. And I'm constantly thinking because I'm thinking of new ways, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, It's very impressive.
0: Then let's say there's an issue, a problem. You feel like whatever at the house, right? Now, I just don't say... I
1: feel like, for instance, you're yesing me all the time.
0: Perfect example. That's an
1: example. That's a real example. example. That's a real thing that we have a a little smidge of dysfunction. I feel as though he yeses me more often than I like.
0: So when we come in the house, let's say you say, hey, babe, um, I want you to take a look at blah, blah, blah. Did you? And I'm like, yeah, babe, I did. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. Or Or, yeah, yeah, I will. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. will." Right. Mm -hmm. You feel like I'm yesing you, right? Mm -hmm. Which I'm probably, am. Mm -hmm. Because I'm yesing you because right now my brain is still, oh, we got to get this done. Where the fuck is Ben's? Ben's didn't call me back. Did Ben's get an answer to that? No, Ben's didn't get an answer to that. eff it. I'm going to just fly to Houston and take care of it myself. All right, damn, I can't fly to Houston because I got to be in LA because I got Super Bowl. But I could just fly there right fast and this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. And now I yesed you. But I didn't yes you because I wanted to yes you. I yesed you because I have all these things in my mind. Then I'll remember Madison, right? Then me and Madison got into an argument uh, a week ago, Right? Me and Madison got into an argument because Madison thinks she's gear, hands down. Um, Wait, what? Madison thinks she's you. Look, let me, let me tell you something, right? I love... This is a
1: whole sidebar.
0: I love my daughter. Can you just... Um, I love...
1: Eric, can you just drop, like, sidebar, I, like, slash tangent, and then we'll circle back?
0: I love my daughter to death. Like, I don't Madison know how we got here. Like, my heart. But when it comes to the point where Madison... It's just like Gia when it comes to everything. And I'm sitting there like Madison gets her nails done, her hair done, her toes done, her massages. Her, she does everything that Gia does. Like everything that Gia does, it's almost like I have two wives. <laughs> I, I have two wives. And then this is the crazy part. I love. I love my daughter. Like I will. Like everybody knows, I love her. So you know, Madison has my American Express, that she she has her own that she can use. But when I look at the American Express board and I see Tao, Chow's, Cipriani, Cipriani <laughs> and all these other restaurants. And now I'm looking at myself, like for lunch today, I had a slice of pizza and it was $2.99. And then I look at Madison and she was at Chow's and she spent $74. And I'm like, who's the, I'm like, who's the worker here? So now I'm, I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out. But like I said, so when it comes to certain things like
1: that, I'm thinking about all these. And things. the constructive approach was to put her on a budget. Right. Like you have X amount of dollars a month. You're going to have to make all of your wants and desires work within that budget.
0: Right. But all of those things, like you said, I'm I have to take care of all of that. Okay. now we're going to circle back So now when I come home. <laughs> these are all the things that's on my mind. But now I'm thinking about, like, damn. Is Madison mad at me? Has I pushed her away where she's not going to fuck with dad anymore?
1: The answer was yes because you didn't know how to speak to her.
0: Right. But then I had to go back and I had to, I was kind of nasty. I think I called it like four o'clock in the morning and I wild out. But it is what it is. Dads fuck up every day, B. But, um, <laughs> but these are all the things that's constantly on my mind, you know? And it's like with that, so then when you come, yeah, I was yesing you because I didn't focus on our relationship. I focused on everything else but that. But, I don't. I try my hardest to make sure that I don't yes you anymore. That I shut down when it comes when I walk in this house, and I try to take all the work parts and chill out, and we're able to have those conversations.
1: Yes, now you're doing better, but I'm just asking the simple question, Mm -hmm. trying to understand through all of your explanations, Mm -hmm. still how you justify not, at the essence of it, caring about what is wrong. Like when they're and I mean, when I say what is wrong, it could be something minuscule like being yes or, you know, things along those lines. I'm not talking about terrible dysfunction. I'm just talking about things that, you know, you're grown enough to know not to do. But I feel as though when we talk about it right here and right now, you justify it by saying, oh, yeah, well, I have so many things on my mind. So oh. or I don't care about. The things that irritate you because at the end of the day, you know that I love you. You know my heart. I'm not justifying it. I'm just telling you
0: what my thought process was.
1: But but how is that even your thought process? Because it's your thought process because you don't care, because you are not interested, because you don't mind if there's a crack in the foundation.
0: No, it's my thought process because play the violins. I feel like, you know, my heart. You've been there since 16 that's years gonna old. The
1: name, that's going to be the name of this podcast. Yes.
0: You know my heart. You've been there. You've been there since 16. You've seen the grind. You've seen how hard it was. You've seen all the doors slammed in my face. You've seen all the L's we took. You were there, right. so the fact that we're finally doing well and things are starting to roll—you don't have to
1: pay attention
0: to. Me. I feel like you. you I feel like you, you don't have to be worried no, about you understand. when there's a problem. Same reason where, like, I if, don't
1: understand. Well, I mean, that, that, that's what.
0: But that's why I changed. I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm not saying those are. Re- I'm just explaining why and my my mental. Now, also, it's like if you go to a bachelorette party, right? Oh, okay. Let's say you do. Yep. And people be like, "Oh, do you care? If you know, do you worry? No, I don't worry because I know Wait, you. if
1: I go to oh. They'll ask you, yeah, they ask them, you're you worried care? about me. No, I don't care. Because
0: I, I know you. I know you. Okay. I know what you are, what you're going to do, what you're capable of, how you are. So it doesn't bother me. Now, if you were a freak hoe and, and wanted to bust it for a goon, I, I would have a little it, problem. Get, yeah, get, exactly. Get, get it? Exactly. That little get it. Get it, get it. That's <laughs> for me. That's not for nobody else. That's what it is. You <laughs> uh-huh. see what I'm saying? Like, for instance, and maybe it just could be me, it just could be feeling myself. I know who you are and I know your heart. Right. And I know you love me. And no matter what you are, not just in love with me, you respect yourself, respect your body and you respect God. So you look at life differently than I do. Right. So, for instance, you don't respect your body. I do. (laughs) But when it comes to, let's say, cheating. Right. I know that you wouldn't cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be my stupidity, and his guys kind of like, "Oh, you stupid." Maybe you feel that way. No, I just know that who you are as a person. Even if you got mad and was like, "Yo, I'm about to,
1: I'm about to suck tendix." Awesome, that's great. Right? Can we pause this? I know I that you. I, just, break.
0: I know that you would just say that to get a, a reaction, but I know that you wouldn't because that is not you. I, this is okay I, with y'all. I know that you would. I'm just telling you what it is. I know that you wouldn't. I know your
1: heart. Yep. Right? I mean, technically, you're right. See. I know your heart. I couldn't fit them all, you know? It's just. you have a big mouth. Go ahead, it.
0: <Sean. laughs> but no, for serious. Like, I, but like, I know, I know where your heart is. I know the things that you do and what you wouldn't do. I know before you do. Like, I know where your loyalty lies. I know everything about you. So with those being said, I know if you, if you wanted to go to basketball, I'd be like, hey, babe, have a good time. <laughs> you, you want singles? Here, here's singles. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to let a guy's schlong smack you in the face. Okay, I know all right. Can we stop
1: you. creating the graphic? The, the sipping tea like, where the girls in the head. You not like that I, image in people's I know, minds. But you I'm know just what saying I mean?
0: to say what Thanks. it is. So for me, I took you for granted and I was doing that. But I was taking you you're for granted. You doing what? Not paying attention to you, oh. guessing you. I took you for
1: granted. You were getting hit in the head with schlongs. I wasn't yeah. really sure what was exactly. going on.
0: But, but me saying I okay. took you for granted and I was using making money and setting up generational wealth for our family as an excuse and not necessarily understanding how it affected you, me, yes, and you and all that other stuff. And that's why I was like, when it comes to that, I have to make sure that I take all that out of my system because it's nice to have money. It's nice to have generational wealth, but all that means nothing if I'm not here with you.
1: Or if you are <clears throat> here with me and I'm unhappy. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. So you're basically saying that you've learned Absolutely. and you're doing better. You are. Mm-hmm. You're very, you're a lot more mindful mm-hmm. of things. And I feel like you're taking beats. You know, I'll, let's just, again, use the example of yesing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say something to you and I'll see you on the precipice of yesing me. And then you'll reel yourself back in like, oh. so wait, what were you saying now? Okay. You'll stop, you'll sit down, and you'll start asking me faux questions. Faux questions, because I know you don't really care, but you're. I I do. Okay. Um, Sometimes. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you don't. Um, But it's the effort and it's the thoughtfulness to at least let me know that you recognize the error in your ways from before and you're being intentional about being different. Absolutely. So that's important. So I was just asking because for a long period of time. And it's not just about yesing. It could be about one of many different issues that, you know, we may have or whatever, but I'll want to sit down and talk to you about it. And I've always wondered like, why do you not care nearly as much as I do? You know, for you, you're saying that it's always been about too many things on your mind, but I don't think that that is, has always been the reason. I just think that, there's other reasons why you may not have cared or why you may not have been as invested. Um, And I think the answer is that when you're busy taking someone for granted and you feel as though whether you intentionally participate in the relationship or participate in the fixing of Mm -hmm. issues in a relationship, you think that that person is going to be there regardless. And if that person continually shows you that they are going to be there, there's no consequence that would force you to get right. Absolutely.
0: I, I think that and.
1: And I think that that's the answer. And that's what mm-hmm. I've been trying to get you to um, to fess up to during this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't always think that it's because your brain is so overwhelmed. I, I
0: think it is a, a fact of overwhelm. And I also think that's of,
1: I, I think it's part of it. And right? I also
0: think of having a conversation that can go down a hole that I don't necessarily want to go down. I think that could be part of it as well
1: you hit a turning like, oh, that's another two hours. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you rather avoid no, that minefield. No, it's
0: not. It's not a matter of that minefield. Oh, yes, it is. No, no, no. It's not a matter of that minefield. Yes, I don't is. care. I don't care about the conversations. You definitely don't
1: want to walk through the minefield.
0: No, I don't care about the conversations. I care more about what we talk about. Right. And the reason being is if, if you read our book or you go through our podcast, uh, cheating is something that we had to talk about. Uh, and we talked about it long and length and over and over and over again. <laughs> so I have PTSD when it comes to a lot of that.
1: <laughs> He's not lying though. So, he so really, he just, wait, I'm laughing, but it's not even a joke. He really does have PTSD. <laughs> no, PTSD, PTSD uh, over that. that was, I
0: mean. Yeah. So when it came to it, I have PTSD when it comes to it. And sometimes I just didn't want to talk about things. I didn't know if it was going to go that route. And if it went that route, I just did not want to have those conversations again and relive that. Like I re- I lived it the first time, I don't need to live it again. Right, mm-hmm. That's honest, that's it. I don't wanna talk about it.
1: I mean, I know you don't wanna talk about that, but I'm just saying there are other things, not even other things, everything. You would do everything to either not have a conversation or if I've forced you in to get out of Absolutely. that conversation.
0: And this portion of the KC Crew Podcast is brought to you by Walmart Black and Unlimited. Black and Unlimited is a celebration of being whatever we want to be. Black and Unlimited is being black and a rock and roll country singer. Black and an outdoor adventurer and vegan. Black and a comic book lover. And for who we are and anything else we want to explore, there's Walmart. We can pick up a yoga mat to be black and zen. The ingredients we need to be black and vegan. Or a skateboarder to be black and rad and fearless. Remember, Walmart is there to help you explore all your interests and passions. For me and myself, I love DJing and I was able to pick up some really cool speakers and things for my kids to learn. Celebrate all you are. Celebrate being Black and Unlimited. Feel free and inspired to explore anything and everything that could bring you joy. Black and Unlimited. Make sure you check out Walmart. Walmart is there to help you explore any interest or passion. So check it out.
1: So in a sentence, because I feel like you're kind of being a little squiggly. Me? No. Just a little squiggly. In a sentence, Mm -hmm. tell me, but for being overwhelmed mentally, okay, tell me why it comes across as though you don't care to get to the bottom of things as much as I do. You representing what you call most men Mm -hmm. and me just following that train of thought and saying like, okay, I'll represent most women. If we take for granted that that's true, it is a more, um, one way lends itself to one gender and the other lays, lends itself more to the other gender. So let's just take that for granted. Let's say that that's the truth and it may not be, but let, for the sake of conversation, let's say that it is. Mm-hmm. Why is that focus? I want you to tell me Why? Because we're talking about a lot of things, right? And a lot of things are kind of coming in, in and out and it's getting a little squiggly. I want to know okay, okay. why you think that.
0: Well, I'll be honest. When a man or woman does something wrong, right? And for us, infidelity, right? I never want to discuss because I never want to go back there. Meaning I was always scared to be like, oh, okay, well, let's talk about this. And then this opens up the floodgate to go back to here. So I always felt like you don't talk, it never comes back up.
1: But why- As
0: stupid as that sounds. But
1: why for you, Mm -hmm. see, I'm glad that I see this is me being persistent. Like he answered this question 16 different ways since the topic came up, Mm -hmm. right? But he's right. I am relentless until I get an answer that I'm satisfied with. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean that I can understand. So I'm glad because now, like we're actually getting somewhere, right? right? Why do you feel- That if I'm mad at you because you didn't take out the garbage on Tuesday morning, and now we have a big mess of garbage at the gate, and the bears tore it up, and now we have a huge mess. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel if I bring that up, it's going to circle back to infidelity? I don't think so. I mean, that really does sound like post-traumatic stress disorder doesn't, and it wouldn't. So why in your world, does everything have to kind of go back to that or your fear of that being
0: um, because, coming up again? And this is gonna sound crazy, but during those times, th- those were the most difficult times for me to have conversations because I had to be upfront and open about everything, right? Um, which was difficult. So now having those conversations, I never want to get back to that difficult point. Because you're the type to have a to to, to first talk about garbage and then garbage will go to sneakers, then it'll go to toenails, then it'll go to whatever. And I can't focus on what that whatever is. If I don't know what that whatever is going to be, I don't want to test that water. Like I'm not the type to put my foot in to see how cold it is. If you tell me it's cold, I believe it's cold. I don't need to fucking fuck with it no more. Oh, it's cold? Okay, I'm over here. You're the type to be like, oh, let me see if it's cold. What makes it cold? Why is it cold? How many fish are in there that make it cold? Are the fish having sex? <laughs> oh, that I can't, is not I cannot.
1: I can't. I How can't. do the fish smell?
0: <laughs> Does that, like, that is right, you. Right, okay. Because you, you, that's the way your mind thinks. You want to talk about everything. Me, personally, I don't want to put my foot in that water because I know if I put my foot in the water, you'd be like, oh, you, your foot was in the water? Who was you in that water with? <laughs> oh, you was in the water by yourself? Oh, you was, oh. Oh, you were with somebody else in the water. What were you wearing when you were in that water? I don't want to go in there. I don't want to go nowhere near it. Uh-huh. So I'll stay over here where it's dry. Fuck that water. That's what my mind tells me to do. Because I don't want to get into long, drawn conversation. And another thing is having a conversation with you, especially, I don't, I don't know how the rest of your wives are or girlfriends are. It's like being in a law firm. Like, it's not. Here we go. I'll be honest. It's not like I could just sit here and halfway be like, yeah, baby, yeah. Yeah, the water was cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was nippy. It made my nipples hard. No, I can't do that. For her, you got to be like, the water was cold? What temperature was the water? Well, baby, the water was about 66. 66 or 67? (laughs) 66 and a half. Was it blue or green? These are things that you really have. No, I'm serious. It's not like that. But these are the things that you have to necessarily think about because you want full answers. And if you don't get a full answer and you don't get the answer that you want. It's
1: not the answer that I want. It's the answer I can understand and
0: respect. Or answer that you can understand and respect. It goes down another hole and another drain. And now we just went from water in a lake to, I don't know, snow in in, in Antarctica. And for myself, I'm like, I don't want to touch the water in the lake. I don't want to touch the snow in Antarctica. So I he used just to, wants to watch the new season of Ozark. Exactly. So I would, <laughs> so. Ba- I would back out so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have those conversations. Yeah. And watch this. Benz is gear detail where she needs to know everything. Thoroughly. thoroughly, she said. And sometimes it's like, I don't want to think about the thoroughly because I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm like, you know what? I used to back away from it. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, well, let's have the conversation and I don't care. Let's talk. And if we need to talk for seven hours, whatever it takes, because... I'm good with it. Before I was like, I don't know where it's going to go. But now it's like, I understand that in this relationship, we need communication in a point where you have to be satisfied with a conversation and understanding. And I have to be satisfied with a conversation and understanding. And that's where we go.
1: You don't have to be satisfied with anything. As long as you feel like, you know, my heart and you know that I love you, you're just satisfied Facts. with that. <laughs> like, you don't have to know anything. If, I hurt your feelings. I'm like, babe, I'm sorry. You'd be like, we good. Like, Facts. you don't, you don't delve. So maybe another part of that answer, um, is that you're just, um, content.
0: Perfect example. Yes, I am content. You know,
1: Perfect you're, just, example. You're, you're content. You don't require much of me, which makes it be, it makes it very easy to be your wife because I don't, have to worry about the things that you clearly worry about.
0: No, perfect example. You know? The other day, Gia's on the phone with a family member, right? And I'm in bed and I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping. Um, I, got, I think I got the baby on me. and Me and the baby's knocked out. And perfect example. I think Gia knows more about my mom and dad's childhood than I do. I do. Reason being... His gear asked so many questions. She was talking on the phone with a, with a family member the other day. And she was asking, you know, just questions. Why did you marry him? Why did y'all fall in love? Where did y'all meet? Uh, what was it about him that made you smile? Like all those things. I don't necessarily care about. <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it's, it, it, it's the truth. Those things I don't, and maybe it's the fact that I'm an only child and people say I'm selfish. I don't care. And it's sad, but I, I really don't, you know, I like, like for instance, um, my mom and my dad, I love my mom and my dad. They come here. We talk about all the things, but to know my mom and where she grew up and how she grew up and how she lived and what she wore, I don't know. And not because I don't want to know, it's just, those are the conversations we don't have. Now, Gia will have those conversations and know why my dad is a certain way and why my mom uh, married my dad and how they did. And, you know, um, for, for for those that don't know us, I, I had a, a brother that died. Uh, what age? Is it just born? Just born.
1: Maybe three days, three days.
0: Old. Right. Gia knows more about that situation than me. Me. I never wanted to ask my mother about it because I never wanted to bring that pain back up, nor did I want to know. Gear wanted to know what the baby's name was, and this, that, and the other. She, my mom wanted to. I mean, Gear wanted to know. I'm just not that type of person. Like, I'm more surface. Gear is more in depth. That's really what it is.
1: Right, but the reason why I'm like that is because <clears throat> I'm very interested in human nature. You should be a therapist.
0: <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, you're into people. You ask those questions. I don't. I'm a therapist. I'm like, how you feeling? You good, money? All right. Sign this? all right, pay bills. your bills.
1: exactly. See the difference? <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, I am very interested. And in- I'm
0: very fast. I'm New York fast. Mm-hmm. Like, if you stop getting in the street and ask her a question, she's stopping. And she's going to break down everything to you. Me, I'm going to be like, yo, hit Ben's up. Yo, you got a fucked up situation. You need to do this, that, and the other. Call Benz. She's going to break down top to bottom what it is that, that's yeah, I'll take you.
1: time with people. Right. I, I'm not. Well, people are important to me.
0: They are to me, too. But I'm just not that type of person.
1: Benz is laughing right now. <laughs> as soon as you said, they are to me, too. No, <laughs> well, they are. But I just. I just... Keep your composure. <laughs> keep your composure. <laughs>
0: no. no. but Exactly. But it's the thing is, it's. it's, it's even when I speak to people, I, I'm short, but I'm short with everybody. Like, it's not just any, like, I'm short. Even with, with Benz, I'm like, when I text Benz is, pay this, get this money, call this, call that, boom. When your message is, call this person at about 302, tell them that I'm feeling away about this and tell them if there's a problem or situation, they should call me or contact like, that's you.
1: I'm like, details.
0: I'm not detailed.
1: With me, there's no room for misunderstanding or misinterpretation. I am thorough. I am am thorough. And I like, I prefer for people to be thorough with me. Like if you're my friend and you have a story, you better, if you want to tell me your story, if you want my opinion, just make sure that you come with details because when someone tells me a story, and I don't know if this is normal. I don't know if this is how most people's brains operate. And this is also how my memory operates. It's like a reel as you're telling me the story. I am picturing it as though it's a movie being played out for me. And if I don't know the people that are part of your story, I imagine what they look like and they are plugged in. Now, if 10 years later, you ask me to recall a memory, you know, what pops up that movie. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always used to tell you, like, my memory is ironclad because it's like telling you about a scene that I saw in the movie. I saw it happen. This is how it happened. This is what the person was wearing. This is what the person looked like. This is what the person said. This was the attitude that the person said it with. I remember everything like that. Does your memory operate that way? No. So when you have to recall something, if you have to recall a memory, what happens in your mind?
0: I usually ask Ben to ask you. Come
1: on, Rashawn, really. Okay, something that you really remember. Like, How, do you, how does it play back to you?
0: It depends. Uh, sometimes do you see is, it? Uh, sometimes I see it okay sometimes i see if it
1: wasn't something that you actually saw do you rely on your imaginary eye sometimes okay mm-hmm. but
0: most of the time i have to get somebody has to tell me what it is what do you mean um like let's say um something is from when i was a kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: my mom telling me that i think i can remember um maybe i just got a bad memory but a lot of times I feel like maybe I don't remember and I'm remembering what I want to
1: remember. Okay, but do you see it? Like it was yeah, a memory yeah, that time when your mom used to dress to you in the fishnet crop top. I see the picture. But do you remember like that day? No. Okay, so for instance. So for instance,
0: I, you know, I played the piano, right? As a right. kid, yeah. I couldn't tell you one piano recital. I couldn't tell you one baseball game. You don't I remember I play-
1: a single baseball game?
0: No, I played baseball. That's I know I played baseball. I can inc- see myself in a uniform, right but I can't remember ultimate. one baseball game. I can't even remember me being in my basement making beats. I can remember my thing, but I like, I can't remember the time Fabulous came to my house and he wrote a record. I remember him sitting on the couch, but I don't remember what he did. Mm-hmm. Like the time where Joe Button came to the house to record it or whatever. I don't remember those times. I remember, I, I see him at the house, but I don't remember him being into it. I don't remember. And I think that's because I move so fast. Like I pull things out of my head and I just focus on the future.
1: That's just me. I see. That's not okay. And I hope that it's not just a memory thing. I hope it's something that you can mindfully change because with me, that's such a great part of the joy of my life is my memories. Mm. So a song can come on almost any song, almost any song like, True story. The other day, um, Groove, Groove Theory, Tell Me, Tell came me. on, right? And I remember the first time that I heard that song. Literally, remember. I remember, it's like it, it taps into this nostalgic feeling. And not only do I remember where I was, what I was doing, what I was wearing, and hearing that song and the whole scene play out, but I remember how I felt in that moment while hearing that song, And it's the strangest thing. I remember we were out, we were on a date, but we were with a bunch of friends. It was like a big group date. And we all went out and we sat down and ate and in the car, tell me came on, you know, Mm -hmm. and I remember how I felt. I remember feeling so in love and feeling so young and, you know, just all of that. It comes rushing back and it's almost any song I can tell you, oh yeah, that song came out in 1994. That song came out in 2003. That song came out in da-da-da. People are like, how would you know the exact year? I'd be like, Google it. That's, that's you. I'd be like, Google it. And when they Google it, and I'm like, because I remember, I just graduated. I was on my way to a job interview. I was this, I was that. Do you know what I mean? So for you to be deprived of your memories, you're losing so much of the joy in your past happinesses. You can't live life only in forward motion, because the things that happened back there are so precious.
0: I don't necessarily live in the present, in, in the past. No, you mean in the future. I don't live in the future. I live in the present. So, for instance. But
1: that's not okay.
0: I mean, to not you. Not
1: only it's good to live in the present, but you also have to live with your past memories as well. Because think about all the wonderful things that you experience and all the wonderful feelings that you but had. That's,
0: but that's what I'm trying to explain to you. As crazy as it sounds, I'm so on go, I never have a moment to sit back and just think.
1: If that's the case, then we need to reevaluate our lives. Then
0: maybe that's what we need to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because
1: you can't be so concerned with the future that you're missing out on the present and can't hold on to the past. Like That's not good for you. And if you're so caught up with providing and security and whatnot... I think that maybe we may need to make some changes so that you have more peace of mind and you can spend a little bit more time living.
0: But that's the thing. For you, that's your way of living. Me, my way of I'm living. About the past.
1: No, it's... It, <laughs> no, you see, I think, like... I think he about just, the past, but you
0: know, I'm like here. I, like I, li- I like how I feel here. I don't necessarily think about what happened 20 years ago. Like, some people be like, oh... You know, back in 1980, I was on the block selling drugs. I don't think like that. I think about, damn, today was a great day. I kissed my daughter and Peyton smiled at me. Oh my God, she raised her hand when I raised my hand. But
1: what about thinking about that and then thinking about the first time that you kissed Madison and she did the same thing?
0: I don't think, I, that's not the but way d- But that's the point, works. you're
1: missing out on wh- that but joy. But what yours
0: good and my not, my not good?
1: I'm not yes. saying that yours is not good, but... I think that in this type of situation, it's safe to say that more is more. Unless you had a troubled past and... No, I didn't. This is my point. If you had, like, you've lived an amazing life. Mm -hmm. You really have. Mm -hmm. Like, you've had a wonderful life. I've had a wonderful life. I am thoroughly happy. And part of what makes me happy is being able to collect all of my old memories, too. When I think about the kids and I think about us and... Like, you know what makes me really happy? Like, thinking about when we were 15 and 16 and doing all the things that we did and all the fun that we had, you know, all the crazy things that we did, all the insane things that we got into, just everything like that enriches your life. It's, I can understand if it was an either or type of situation and you had to pick a side, pick a side. You don't have to. You can have today. You can have tomorrow. But you could also have yesterday. But to make up your mind that you don't care and it's not of that much importance, I feel as though you're depriving yourself. Because like I said, more is more. I'm not saying that my happiness, what makes me happy, is more worthwhile than what makes you happy. I'm saying you can have what makes you happy with your forward motion. But you can also have Past happiness. Yeah, I mean,
0: absolutely. But do you understand? To me, it's like you know, when you would think of the like, you think of the past. Things make you feel away. I think of the future. Like for instance,
1: I think you're missing my point. I know. I, have, I, have, I, have, know I have, that I you think, miss, I, have, I, I know think that you're you I think. I know that it's just, it's that just you miss. a way of
0: a way of thinking. And I, th- those things, I don't. Those things, I don't bring back up. It just. It, it just. Even
1: it, if it's something <laughs> that was wonderful, like a wonderful memory, it's disposable to you. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's a little crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You don't see that? No,
0: like right now I'm thinking about I can't wait to go and watch The Bachelor with you and put my, put my penis on your booty. Like that's how I'm thinking right now.
1: On, not in, just for
0: clarification. Yeah, because when we watch, I'm a cuddle with you and put it
1: on. <laughs> he just means cuddling.
0: Yes. Watch The Bachelor.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But forget it. I, listen, I think that you are uniquely you, and you are going to continue to be uniquely you. Mm-hmm. And I love you. But, I just want you like, like like, to I don't, have. I, don't I think just about want that
0: time. I know we made love and I nutted when in college. I'm thinking about. Damn, I can't wait to nut tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not thinking like because I'm like like oh man. But what if
1: it was an amazing nut? You don't want to recall. That amazing time?
0: No, I want to have it tonight, and I'm thinking about. But what if point. tonight's
1: not nearly as good as it was? Then don't you want to remember, like, don't you want to savor those times? That's oh, the, point I, that like, not, the point that I'm making. Like,
0: the point. Why
1: are they disposable to I you? I do not know
0: if it's not better than last time because I won't it, be thinking about that one. So this is definitely gonna be better
1: than. But this is but this is the point that I'm making. Like, you just you have no value of the past, and I think that. It's to your disadvantage, but hey, if it makes you happy, then it makes you happy. So, let's circle further back. What were we talking about before that brought us here? I don't know. I think um, we were talking about the fact that you don't really delve into things that are wrong. You were explaining how your mind works. For me, I'll just say that I'm just very interested in human nature and what makes people do the things that they do. Mm -hmm. What makes people think the way that they think. Um, It's just, I don't know. It's very, um, for me, like when you think about those things, it almost makes people kind of predictable because it all kind of boils down to reason and logic and, what people are typically inclined to do in certain situations, whether it be out of self-interest or the interest of others. Um, So that's why I care. And that's why I care so much about our relationship. And that's why I ask so many questions because I feel as though um, relationships can be very, very easy. Mm -hmm. If you have two people who intentionally participate in the well-being of the relationship. If you decide to enter a relationship with the idea that I'm making this conscious decision because it is going to enrich my life, it is going to better my life. Nobody is forced into a relationship. You know, I don't have to force you to be my man. I don't have to force you to be my husband. If you don't want to, you will not. So if you make that choice to be with me just out of human nature and self-interest, which Mm -hmm is what motivates most people is a decision that you're going to make because you think that it's best for you, as will I. There's something that happens. I find that when a lot of people get into the relationship and the newness wears off, it's as though they feel as though they are forced to be there, as though they didn't make that choice. And the relationship tends to take like a downward spiral If they aren't aware that no one has a gun to their head, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I like to look at relationships with a critical eye. And I think that because I do that in our own relationship, we've dodged a lot of bullets. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because of those conversations that you really do not like to have, a lot of things have been uncovered and we've reached a lot of different levels of understanding through you being forced to talk about things that you'd rather not, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm just pointing out that it's important to do that. Even if you don't have a willing partner. I agree. I absolutely positive. Okay, cool. So how does this relate to Kim and Kanye? <laughs> uh, we've been
0: off of that, but you know, my heart
1: <laughs> Yes, clearly, clearly. <laughs> well, we
0: appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys. That's the whole podcast. Lot. That's it.
1: We don't have an email?
0: No, no email today. We're over an hour.
1: Are we, are we over an hour?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're over oh, an hour. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys for riding with us. Again, pre-order our book. Uh, you can go to barnesandnobles.com, abrambooks.com, wherever you buy your books. And again, let us know what bookstore that's near you so possibly we can stop by a bookstore near you, mom and pop bookstores, minority-owned bookstores. We want to come check you. Uh, Real life, real love. Uh, We're honest, we're open, and hopefully you can learn and take something from good or bad and and apply it to your relationship. All right? Yes. All right, it's time to get up out of here. Now, I gotta get a haircut. I gotta pack. I gotta figure out my flights. I gotta get a car service to pick me up from LA. I gotta uh, find the clothes to wear. I gotta find my underwear. I gotta do all that. And I have to eat. He does. We'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy.
1: And I am Gia Casey. And
0: that was another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Doodles.